Hi, welcome back, friends. I have something that I need to talk about. About there's a great shift coming um, from you know Catholic Catholicism, okay? And people will be moving to orthodoxy or whether Western or Eastern orthodoxy. Uh, many people are going to be shifting from the Catholic Church and going to other kinds of churches like the Orthodox Church. So uh, with this shift, um, I can tell you very much that our Blessed Mother is not happy at all. That even her, she's even her too, she's making this shift. And the message I have received from her is so dire and so grave. Okay, she says that many people have abandoned me. Many people, and she's weeping as I see this, and she's saying, Many people have abandoned me. They don't want to hear or listen to me anymore. They have created my, these places, like places of, you know, where amusement parks, and where they only want to sightsee and see, see things, but they do not want to come and converse with me and my son. They don't want to talk to me. They don't want to converse. They don't want to pray with me, the rosary. They don't want anything to do with me and you can feel the sadness in her tone of voice and you know as she's saying this I'm like I'm feeling her pain you know I can feel that pain and and I was just telling her I'm so sorry I'm so sorry blessed mother I'm so sorry I tried my best I tried to tell them I tried to warn these people but they didn't listen to me and she's like I understand you tried your best and you could not be able to make them see the grave situation they're in. And she was like, I am just so sad that these people have abandoned me. My own people have abandoned me. My very own people have abandoned me. And you can feel the sadness in her tone of voice. And I'm like, you know, the great mother. And she's like, I still have love for them. If any of them come back to me and my son, I will accept them, I will accept them, but I have been hurt, you know. It's more like she's hurt. I don't think she's going to be able to accept them back. I mean, if you're in that situation, you can just be hurt so much by people who you want, who loved you, and and then all of a sudden they change and they leave you all alone. You're all by yourself. Like I've gone through and I'm like, God has made me come out of that situation. So I am not like, if anyone was to abandon, to go anywhere without me or to abandon me in any moment, I'd be like, well, you can go. It's okay. I'm with God. I'm here with God. So there's no way he's going to abandon me ever in my life. And I know that some of you are feeling that situation right now. Like you're feeling abandoned by the world or abandoned by people around you and you're wondering what's going on. Well, God is telling you that you need to hold on to him because he's the only one who can, you know, who he can be with you, you know. And for those listening to this podcast, uh, I'll, you know, I have these upcoming books and still working on them. And, you know, for those who love reading, um, so I will, you know, uh, post, you know, those kind of books where you can find them to read uh, at some point in the future. So as we go on, um, sometimes you can feel like 
you don't have this psych to move on with your life or to do whatever it is that you know god has called you to do but sometimes you have to like do it you have to just um retry and reach out to those people out there who are just not feeling it so i also i believe that this is a very sad day for the vertican to modern catholicism i mean the catholic church as a whole and receiving a damn message for this church is that this a shift that is already taking place already and i have already discovered that in youtube as i you know sometimes i love reading documentaries in youtube and i'm kind of realizing that many priests are leaving the uh, catholic church and joining churches like orthodox um mostly this is like a, a church i've never really heard of i've heard of it in the jewish side of um you know the church but um you know the blessed mother kind of like when i was looking at these documentaries i could see at uh you know this church called the orthodox i, I don't know the, the difference between the orthodox and the catholic church or the similarities things like that and i was like oh wow i'm interested in this and and i i, I feel myself having this psych to to be to want to know more about this church and what it is all about and when i was hearing what they're reading and the way they think it's in spiritual terms speaking of the holy spirit and i'm like wow this is uh, definitely something new for me but it's something that i'm almost familiar with and i feel the presence of god in this church so i was like well this is good i think this is something that you know this is where god is taking me to another shift and this is the kind of shit that i'm talking about the shift that is coming for the catholic church is going to be huge it's going to be great people will be shifting priests will be shifting and they'll be going to the church that actually holds on to traditions uh so uh so the destructive part the church has been leading and heading i don't it's not the part that for anyone who is in such of deep spiritual lifestyle like the one jesus lived it's not going to be a good path to follow you need to follow jesus where he is and to follow his path and his church so it's not been easy for me making the decision to leave catholicism in its new novice order form i can never no longer stay in an apostate doomed church i tried to endure their abuse for close to a year and a half and there's a huge reason why I was suffering the way I was and, and why these apostates were kicking me out of their churches and not just kicking me out, but kicking the beloved holy presence of Jesus and his beloved mother. Before being fully thrown out of this church, like a garbage dump, I had a dream that is very significant concerning the status of the Catholic Church in its new form and her daughter protesting denominational churches that I'm, I must discuss here so in this dream it began like this I was moving away from these huge buildings and I came across a, a green patch of land located a bit far away from the crowds in and outside of these buildings I came across many tents surrounding a very tall huge building I entered the tents um, <clears throat> okay so I entered the tents but I began to leave them one by one. I didn't feel comfortable. Neither did I feel the power of the Holy Spirit present there. After leaving these buildings, I came across the huge building at the center. I so much badly wanted to enter this building, which is the uh, I'll tell you which one it is, 
but it was cramped with people who were so worldly, so materialistic, rich, poor, and humble like me had no space to enter there. So I was outside of this building at the door, and I couldn't get in because so many of the rich were there. <clears throat> and uh, so then I tried to look if Jesus and the Holy Mother were at the front of the altar. And when I looked at the front of the altar, Jesus uh, and the Holy Mother were not there. The altar was empty. So I was shocked to see them leaving the altar. Then the church uh, was cramped. And they didn't notice that Jesus and the Holy Mother were not there in, on the, you know, at the altar. So there was no space and place for them there anymore. So when I saw what happened, I, I too took my leave in search for better and greener pastures. I okay, this mess, this uh dream, I got it last year, okay, and it was before I decided that I'm gonna leave this church completely. I couldn't even get Manu. I couldn't even get the messages of our Lord and Lady there. So in this dream, the tents. So the tents here represent these uh, denominational churches, the Protestant churches. While at the center of this tent that was surrounding this main church, this main church is Catholicism. This is the Catholic Church, the main Roman Catholic Church. So the Holy Mother and Jesus Christ no longer reside in the main church, which is represented by the empty altar that I found in this main church. Okay, the denominational Protestant denominations are usually like 4,000 across the world. So this church is empty and devoid of any presence of God and His Holy Spirit. So I decided, I, I, I asked myself and I said, why stay in such a church? So leaving the Catholic Church for Orthodoxy, I did that in on 14th of this month, uh, 2022. I'm officially an Orthodox follower of Christ. I mean... Catholic priests are leaving their former churches to join Orthodox, which is the true Church of Christ now. I've always longed to be a part of a church that is focused on Christ and prayer and is grounded firmly by scriptures and who reveres the Blessed Mother. So this is God's gift for me and a huge surprise. I believe that from the beginning, all along, God was telling me that the Catholic Church had been chosen by Him to spread his message of peace and had been giving her time to repent and go back to him but she has completely refused to do so so many other times when i so badly wanted to be baptized and confirmed into the catholic church or just being confirmed because the baptism is the same as protestant church and jesus refused this request because he knew the fate of his church at the end so the main reasons why i had to leave the catholic church are this she has refused to continue her old traditional practices in a continuous fashion. The blessed items that were once considered sacred are no longer held in sacrity. Okay, in sacrity. Okay, so things like the divine mercy image, um, the brown scapula, the um, miraculous medal, these things are not held in such um, reverence today as they were before. The Vatican too, so they no longer maintain the faith of Christ, the faith of Christ and the reverence and devotion to a holy mother. Satan is right in the middle of this church. His minions occupy every seat there exists. So five, the Catholicism is Satan's footstool. Satan lives 
there, literally speaking, and I'm affirming this because I've come across this. Okay, so the Catholic Church today is a church of triumphant renovationism where many traditions have been abandoned and forgotten. And many people have seen this happening throughout the uh, years from 1959 going on onward. I think even it was after the apparitions of Fatima. The reformation of Catholicism mingled with Protestantism after Vatican II. So the continuity of Christianity without a living tradition destroys that particular church and what it truly stands for. Satan has deeply infiltrated the one true church of Christ that it's barely recognizable today. So as an orthodox Christian or just a Christian who is being so as a child of God, I am in the school of Christ and even though I'm an, uh, I follow this orthodox Christianity, you know, the most important thing is like you feel the presence of God strongly in your heart and you follow the spiritual teachings of Christ and also, you know, you, you heed to the messages that they've been giving uh, through the, you know, the, the spirit of Christ. And I feel the natural and the supernatural as I'm you know, uh, this uh, Christianity of orthodoxy that has introduced me, I feel the natural and the supernatural blending, fitting perfectly, you know, like a perfect puzzle. And I fully, I feel that I'm fully part of the divine nature of God. You know, Catholicism separates the supernatural from the natural. And this is the, the um, this is why it, this has contributed her thinking today has contributed to her end because she has completely denied the divine nature of God and she has decided to just accept the, 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 the natural part of its, its visible part. You know what I mean? Because we are spiritual beings and as spiritual beings, the church should teach you the spiritual, right? And how to combine the spiritual and the natural. And this is what I'm being taught at this time and that's what I'm learning and I'm glad because this teaching I, I've you know it's opened me up I'm, I'm seeing the world in a different way I am like you know I can speak freely you know and I can spread the word of God I can you know you know you know tell people that God is real and he he can you know he's in, he lives in our hearts and even when you take the Eucharist he lives in our hearts and this is the most important um, thing and main spiritual teachings of all. So Jesus Christ is the head of the true church. And, and the body of Christ make up the many parts already in it, a part of the body. And a church that affirms that Jesus Christ is the head of the church is the rightful church, is the true church. So this church has been teaching me that Jesus Christ is the head of the true church. Okay? And we are part of that church, you know? Uh, you know, a, a church makes up many parts of its body and the Holy Spirit, you know, we make up the body of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit dwells in the body, which includes the many parts and are headed by Jesus Christ, which, who makes, who, which makes us, the body of Christ, his bride and him, our groom. So we are taught by the patriarchs in succession in the true church of Christ how to read and understand the scriptures and live in them by their example, in, by the example included in the scriptures. So the gospel of Christ, uh, Christ really loves those in the Catholic Church, okay, don't get me wrong. He really wants them 
to be united in him. He's not happy to see your once beautiful church torn to pieces within and by itself. From outside to inside, Jesus Christ wants the church to embrace him and to accept his spirit as one. The church of Christ is, dis uh, is the, the Catholic church is divided in itself, making it all the more difficult to unite it into its former body and love it once love it and the love it once had for Christy traditions. The Catholic Church was once part of the body of Christ, but you see she separated herself from that. And that's what exactly the Protestant Church did. They separated themselves and they said, we don't want those traditions. You can keep them. We don't want them. We'll follow what we, we know and what we want. Many suffer at times, even unwillingly, because most times they are not in line with the will of our, of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if you stay in an apostate church and be, you're barely moving forward, Physically and spiritually, it's because of this backward state and the stage of apostasy. It means that, and it's been predicted in the church about the first coming of the apostasy. It means that the church has refused to advance forward spiritually and eventually physically too. And that's what the Protestant church also did. It decided to just stand at a, a steel, you know. And many people who are, go to these churches and who are feeling so comfortable in them, it's because also their spiritual lives are at a standstill and they don't have the presence of God in them to urge them forward, to pray, to give thanks, to, to move forward, you know. And God cannot force people to accept him and to follow his path. It is up to the individuals to do that. So the people who act so hostile to others and even hate their own, in that same church and includes those who are joining them it means one thing Satan is in their midst already and if they fail to drive him away by their actions and words too they will eventually fall away forever into a dark eternity of hell on earth and beyond so that is why Jesus Christ gives and sends them many warnings of repentance and to turn to him so I'm gonna also talk a little about the different cathedrals uh, the different cathedral of orthodoxy and Catholicism today beg the, the answer to our question. Why does Catholicism want to get rid of its saints and statues of its icons? While the orthodox has, uh, church has retained its icons and statues of the holy saints and founders, you know these statues and, and, and the, the, you know, the statues that we find in the church, in the old church that were there, and the ones that we now find in the orthodox church, you realize they are telling us a story, okay? And this is our story, the Christian story. And this is what I learned from this uh, church about preserving saints. You know, this is what the Orthodox Church is teaching. Like, let's preserve these uh, icons. They're important because we need to know, like the cross. There's no Jesus on the cross nowadays now, even the Catholic Church, and they don't care about that. And it's more like, you know, you, this the cross with Jesus on it is telling us a story that Jesus died for our sins. And he, he came from heaven to earth so that we could, uh, he could, uh, you know, forgive us our sins through the power of the cross, through, the, through what he did on the cross, okay, the blood that he shed on the cross. That is what these uh, icons and statues teach us. And even the Blessed Mother teaches that we need to be pure and holy like her and 
devotion to her and creating that devotion to her heart this is uh these are the traditions that have been abandoned and forgotten by this uh former you know church so satan is in charge of the catholics uh old catholic doors demolitions okay like you remember the uh our lady uh church uh in well when was it was it in paris that was destroyed of notre dame and then it was changed and when you look at it it's like oh my god that's something that i just don't know what that is almost look like a spider <sighs> it is and there's nothing like everything has been transformed you know not in a good way in a bad way so orthodox is the new reformed catholicism with just a different name so what what i'm talking about here is just because i belong to a, a church called orthodoxy and all that for me what matters the most is what this orthodox teaches it is not just about belonging to a church or a religion it's about what you're being taught the, the kind of spiritual lessons that you're getting from that cornerstone foundation of that church of that religion it depends on what you 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 know you're learning from it so like you see like protestantism follows orthodoxy although it is far removed from both catholicism protestantism uh is far removed from both of those so it hardly venerates either the saints the patriots and the blessed mother Plus, they have no head as its founders are usually declared the heads of the church, like Martin Luther is the head of the Protestant Reformation and the head of the Lutheran Church. I think you've heard of those kinds of churches. So, urgent divine messages uh, need to be addressed urgently on any available platform without any bias of any kind. And in the Orthodox Church cathedrals, when I was looking at those orthodox, you know, cathedrals, I'm like, wow, look at those icons. It's even more than I've ever seen in the Catholic Church. I'm like, the ambience, the atmosphere is so warm and so welcoming. You feel very present to participate and, and watch the whole ceremony as it takes place because I was watching the ceremony. And in the Catholic uh, cathedrals, even during the Tridentine Mass, the Latin Mass, the atmosphere I felt was cold, and it's still cold and very unwelcoming. So signaling, this was signaling its, its doom from the very start to finish. Although it had this beautiful Latin Mass and, and the Latin liturgy and all that, there was something really missing in the Catholic Church, and that was the welcoming, the warmth, the ambience, the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I can tell that there is a big, huge difference with this other church. So the central church, which is the Orthodox Church, elevates the Blessed Mother and includes her, you know, gives her a place, a central place besides the Apostles of Christ and her Holy Saints. So the Catholic Church has built separated shrines of Her Majesty, Our Lady, the Queen of Heaven, and put her aside from the main cathedrals so in other words the blessed virgin mary in the catholic church today doesn't have a central part and position within the main church okay and that sums up the um the story of my life <laughs> and the story where i've come to reach a point where i just really need this spiritual transformation People want spiritual transformation and there's no need for anyone 
whether Catholic, Protestant, or whichever church you belong to. And if you feel that, you know, that church is not offering you the spiritual lessons and the capacity that you need, why should you stay in there and make yourself suffer? you know, for no good reason, and, and silently for that matter. And the mother has suffered so much being in the, that church. Like, they've treated her like someone who's, uh, who just doesn't have a central place in their heart, and it's not a good thing. So when you look at these uh, differences, I am not discouraging anyone. And if it happens that you are in one of these churches, uh, I'm not saying they're orthodox, but I'm saying Catholic and Protestant, and you feel offended by this podcast, you can just switch off and, you know, you know, if you feel so much offended, because, you know what, even Our Lady didn't come to offend anyone, because she was just asking people to pray the rosary, to, to just follow the instructions, and, and the world would have been saved, the world would have not have entered into this deep apostasy and the chastisements that are facing this world today which is a reality and we have to face it and and for me when I just like I am just not gonna stay in this place because I don't feel like anything is happening because even when I was like okay when I had just you know was a new convert of Catholic you know this Catholicism Catholic Church when I started going to this local churches i was like something was missing there was no warmth people don't love each other there people don't even show this love to other people who are coming to join them like you know the whole point of evangelization and the whole point of uh people converting to you know <laughs> to christ and bringing them forth into one body is so that they can experience the, the the same spirit, the same love, the same, you know, they can share their experiences. Like, these people don't share their experiences. And it's very, you know, weird that there are people here in this world who don't share their experiences. You know, when I was watching, like, Catholicism, like, I mean, the, the Orthodox and the, how they were uh, explaining those people who have left Catholic, you know, the Catholic Church, and have converted to the Orthodox Church and have converted to Christ and are now in immersed with spiritual studies. This is the difference because for me, this kind of shift has made me more spiritual and a deep thinker of the spiritual things of this world. I mean of heaven than even of whatever happens in this world. So it's kind of like taught me a lot and it's what I embrace today. And for those of you who are wondering what they should do and how they're going to maintain uh, the traditional uh, Catholic, um, tra you know, those traditions that the Catholics heard, I'm going to tell you right now.
Hi, welcome back to my podcast. Uh, I'm Lily Nash, School of uh, Christ College and Marian Reflections. And I remember at the beginning when I was starting this uh, podcast, I saw the church in flames. Uh, the smoke was surrounding the church, the Catholic church, that's the one I mean, the Roman church. And then, then um, I didn't really... I only saw the flames and and surrounding the church and in the church and I didn't really see anything else um, from that time but I knew it was something bad and then now today I saw another apparition I felt like I was in the church in the Catholic church the church itself the sanctuary and as I was like walking uh, passing through the seats and you know, the building when you enter and you feel this presence of God, all of a sudden everything changed and instead of the flames or the smoke that I was seeing, it became fire, a real fire. It was burning and I was like, oh my God, I'm so shocked, like completely shocked. And I'm seeing the cross of Jesus uh, up ahead of me in the sanctuary and the table and i can see like god is trying to protect that you know the cross and the sacrament because i saw the sacrament before the cross you know a white small little white wafer that usually they take you know and then i was asking myself what does it mean and then i got my answer and the lord told me the cross will survive and the sacraments will survive but the sanctuary itself the church will not survive and I'm going to discuss this more topic, like what has been going on with the Catholic Church, and you'll understand more. So thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned uh, for more updates. Thank you.